This is a Rooster Teeth production. This show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Keep your private financial data safe and secure from hackers by using ExpressVPN. You can learn more at expressvpn.com slash rooster. Thanks, ExpressVPN. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm John. Bling! Barbara. And Gus. Audio listeners love me. Too fast. One more chip left that I want to finish in my bag of chips, but we started the podcast already, so I'm, this is the only thing I'm going to eat. Audio listeners love her. <laughs> They took it. They uh, she took the heat from you, Blaine. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Doc. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the podcast here. We're here again. So, you, Blaine hasn't watched. I, I I felt like I was, I messed up last week by not talking about Squid Game during the regular podcast. Oh my only god! How have you not talked it. about it yet? We only briefly mentioned it in the post show. And now Blaine's here, and he hasn't seen it yet. Not gonna spoil I'm it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no spoilers. We're gonna spoil it anyways. Even, even yeah. if Blaine wasn't People here. People should absolutely go watch that show. It's really good. Is it like the number one show on Netflix now? Yeah, like, it's like the number one show in, yeah, in okay. the world. Let's talk about on Netflix. that list on Sex Netflix, spray, though. Spray. Let's talk about that, like... <laughs> one more time. Let's talk about, talk that about okay. sex. <laughs> I was to the next list. No, let's talk about that list though on Netflix. <laughs> this is what I was telling you guys of why I waited on Squid Game mm-hmm. and then got into it uh, because um, who said that they saw it? Someone said it on Twitter. It wasn't Alfredo. Um, someone said they saw it on Twitter that they're watching it, and so I was like, I'm I'm gonna watch it now. Mm-hmm. But I w- waited because Netflix has so much bad stuff. So much bad stuff. And what perpetuates that is that top Netflix list is just full of things that Netflix has decided is their top stuff. Right. There's no way to verify. There's no way to that. verify Netflix numbers. And the majority of the time, that list is full of a varying degree of quality production. It's, mm-hmm. it's also, I'm looking at the top 10 list. There's stuff I haven't heard of on here. Yeah, they they want like all Netflix has turned into is that they they their entire algorithms around trying to get you to watch their original content. That's mm-hmm. what they want you to watch. That's that's mainly what they want you to watch. Yeah. So and I want you to watch Squid Game. And but yes, but Squid Game uh, it was it was it's hard to like glean anything from the name and even like the promotional yeah. image. Uh, what stuff. I tell people when I'm trying to convince them to watch it is don't watch the trailer. I didn't watch anything yeah. of it until I watched the show itself. I, I feel Smart like idea. the trailer kind of gives away some stuff from the show. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I think the trailers are, are well done. Uh, but just like go into it. If you think it's an interesting premise, like people playing children's games and whoever can complete six of them. It's just it's the, uh, it's, it's the murder game genre. Yeah. Murder games. Battle Royale. Yeah, Battle Royale Battle meets Royale. Saw. <laughs> There's also a, a show on Netflix called... Uh, Alice in Borderland, which I've told all you yeah, guys about. You, you back. You I think I mentioned it on the podcast. Loving that show, dude. I think it's because I, I think I like this genre. It's just like a very interesting thing to watch and to see like how humans would be in this kind of situation is, is a fascinating kind of... Is Alice in Borderland Japanese? I think it was. Yes. I watched the first episode it. when it first came out and oh. I can't remember now. Yeah, Alice in Borderland yeah, it's it's has similar themes to Squid Game. I won't give away too much. Um, but the first episode's very different than the rest of the series. So I, I think I told you, John, like, mm-hmm. get through the first episode, watch the second episode, and if you don't like it after that, then it's probably not for you, mm-hmm. which is understandable. I've been watching more Hulu lately. I got on a real He-Man kick, so then I started watching the original He-Man because it's mm-hmm. great. It's the perfect. movie or the cartoons? 
Well, I watch the movie every now and then when I work the out. The movie is the Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe Correct. with not Dolph Lundgren. But brilliant casting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started watching this stuff like What We Do in the Shadows. I'm currently on uh, Over the Garden Wall because I, I totally missed that when it came out in 2014. It's a good Halloween It's so fucking cute. I keep telling people I'm going to burgle their turrets. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh and giggle. What does that translate to? Uh, he, he's going to steal someone's turtles, and he's like, we're going to burgle your turts! And it's this, the cutest little cartoon boy named Greg, and turtles. his brother Wirt, who's voiced by uh, the uh, Frodo, whatever his name is. Elijah does Elijah the Wood? older brother. Yeah. yeah. Wirt. Uh, it's Wirt. great. It's very wholesome, and it makes me it's happy. It's a very limited series. It's like such an easy little nugget to, to consume. Dude, yeah, like, in I like, might have to check it out then. Yeah, it's so good. And like, it's, there's like Tim Curry and John Cleese and like all sorts oh, of like brilliant talent are in it. And it's great. It's just fun. I, I got my kids into Bob's Burgers. Do they not want to watch Squid Games? I mean, they could try. <laughs> uh, what did we watch? We watched something that... There's, there's a game you play as a parent where... As, or there's a game at least I play as a parent where I'm like, are you old enough for this yet? Mm. And mm-hmm. sometimes you win that game and sometimes you lose that game. But because like a lot of stuff that is still fun and, and like it's okay for their age, you're just kind of like seeing where they are with like, are you okay with that? That's scary. That kind of thing. Like we Your watched kids on, are 12 and 11 and 8. 11 and 11 8. And eight. Um, Almost 12. And though, 31. Right? And 31. Um, but no, we watched Bob's Burgers because I I wanted to get something that we could just watch together. At, um, Great show! It's so good, and they are addicted to it, and they love it. And I love watching Bob's Burgers because Bob's Burgers is totally a family friendly show that has wonderful themes. That has wonderful themes and mm-hmm. adult content and some like mild language that I think is perfect for kids to like Listen, be exposed to. As someone mm-hmm. who grew up, you two, kind of on The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. Like, I think if I ever had kids, which I'm probably not going to, but if I ever did, I would want to raise them on, like, a more adult yeah, kind I mean, of they make the, they, they make oh. dirty jokes that you, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Like, they, you know, it's, it, Bosbergs is, is the sweet spot of, like, not just totally castrating the content they watch. So they're only, like, the way that I grew up. Uh, castrated, mm-hmm. but <laughs> no, the way that I grew up, my parents completely sequestered me from anything that was not complete. You know, it was like it was the Christian thing. It was like make sure that it, would Jesus watch this? Expose then you can watch your kids. It. Expose them to everything. I wish you would show you your kids more Rick and Morty. I think that the world needs more oh, Rick God. and Morty fans. That's a little too much it's, uh, for my eight-year-old. You were raised on a strict diet of Veggie Tales. God, I uh, like even music. I, I was why did we didn't listen to any secular music in my house? Secular music. So I know weird, that though. I know that's a term, but secular music. Okay, it's so just, I know it's just weird to hear and to think about mu- so what secular music. Mu- music I listened to, like when I had my own when I had a Walkman. Was it like a lot of I'm Jesus music? Old, there was a lot of Jesus music. Uh-huh. A lot. There's there's Crazy. a lot a lot of that. Amen. Um, you know, Under his eye. Uh, Sandy Patty and Carmen and uh, DC Talk and those guys. Um, Don't know a single one. Of that's them. what I listen to, and then there's a lot of show tunes because we were a, we're a theater family. <laughs> God, one of my first tapes I ever had was Phantom of the Opera. Um, this is my favorite tape to listen to on the compound. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is so stirring the Kool Aid. <laughs> it's so weird to hear this because like your brother Micah, he does Tales from the Stinky Dragon with us, and he's he's fucking funny. He's great. You're great. Your mom's hot. Like I'm so confused <laughs> by your upbringing because I see the individual workings of your family, and like I'm like John's family seems the rest of you seem cool. A, a lot of that has to do with 
I broke the bubble of the the into the secular world. Ooh. I broke the bubble. I was the one who swore. I was the one who liked. Uh, He's the bad that facial boy. hair. I'm the one who no no did not no did not. That took a lot of chemicals. No, but like I'm the one who like wanted to watch a lot of the other movies that we skipped out on when I got like old enough that I could pick what I watched. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who who the snuck into a friend's house and watched Matrix. I'm picturing what you looked like at 18. Before you, you know what I look like when I was No, but yeah. like that's why I'm picturing in my head of that guy swearing and like yeah. breaking like the bad guy he mold. Bad boy. I'm gonna that burgle guy? your turf. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you, mom! Yeah. I'll get you. Um, but but then but then like through the years, like my brother and I both have done a lot of uh, catching up mm -hmm. and have watched like watched a lot of movies, listened to a lot of secular music, mm. um, and 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 all that kind of stuff. I so. had to I had to catch up just because I grew up in a small town before the internet existed. Yeah. So it's like I had to like get introduced into society. Yeah. It's like there was a lot. I had to spend a couple of years catching up. But you you gave a great plug. I feel like we don't plug Tales from the Stinky Dragon enough. It's which is our D D audio podcast. We were people to support to get audio podcasts. It's great. Like I, I and this isn't even like self promotion. We were talking about this morning and I think I told you guys straight up like in the midst of recording episode one, when we're all new characters on the little wagon, I was like, this show's going to fucking bomb. I'm, I hate this. And then, like, now I'm fucking addicted. Like, it, it got so good, and your brother puts so much love and care mm -hmm. into it. And it's, I think all of us, like, it's the highlight of my week. I I have so much <laughs> to get a little real. I have a lot of self-loathing. No, no! No! Yeah! John Reiser? But we're working on it. I'm in therapy. <laughs> uh, and But... So I don't really like to listen back or rewatch anything I'm in because I don't like to watch myself. I don't even know why anybody's here watching I like me at all. To watch. But I get excited every Tuesday or Wednesday now when Stinky Dragon comes out because I really like listening to it. Because one, uh, I've forgotten what happened in it, so it's fun to re-listen to our, <laughs> our tales. And two, my yeah. brother doubles the entertainment quality with the amount Just of the audio production the sound design and mm -hmm. everything he adds to it. The edit, he edited it down perfectly. It's fun to yeah. see who's going to voice an actor we, we didn't know. Yeah, a lot be. of cameos. Mm. Yeah, there's cameos. You know it's good because we all enjoy it and we are probably the most self-critical people yeah. Yeah. in the fucking world. Like, again, don't like to listen to the stuff we're in or watch the stuff back that we've performed in, but it's like we all fucking love this show and yeah. are like so proud of how it's turned out so far. I feel like people frequently ask if when we record the show if the guest voices are there yeah and no they're not they're added in after the fact normally i'll just do like a temp voice it's seamless uh and that to, to get through the story and then after the fact it we'll was really funny because uh trevor got a cameo i won't spoil it in case people want to listen to it which i you should absolutely check it out um we're all really proud of it but he got to do a cameo for a certain character and he was like oh is this is he is he in a, a few episodes and i go yeah he goes, oh, what happens to him? And I go, um, <laughs> you'll find out. <laughs> I think he wanted to hear one of his episodes earlier. He, he, yeah, like, he messaged. asked for, uh, he, yeah. was, he was really excited to hear it. Um, yeah, so yeah, we, we listened to it. Well, there, there's also been, we, I mean, this has probably been said before, but there's, li there's at least twice now that my brother has written, performed, written, composed, performed, and edited entire songs. Mm -hmm. Like there's, and he doesn't play the entire songs during the episode, but if you wait to the end of the episode, you can hear the entire song. You know what I think we should do? Those, they're amazing, those songs he put together. We should put them in the Stinky Dragon, like, Spotify oh, yeah. playlist and, like, iTunes, like, wherever it is. 
I don't, are we able to do that, you think? I think we should be able to do that. We can probably add it, like, as bonus Like, content. as a bonus yeah. feature? He, he typically, like, adds the song in at the end of the episode. And one time I was listening to the Stinky Dragon episode, and I had... I was just, like, listening, and then a song came on. I was like, oh, wow, Micah did a really good song. And I looked, it was, it was a John Denver song that I had queued up. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. But, uh, yeah, Stinky Dragon's great. Uh, sorry about the plug, but you guys should listen to it, because it's great. No, it's worth, worth, worth letting people know about something that's really... That I'm actually proud we make, which is not everything we make. <laughs> I'm also just glad that we I have a like a D and D crew, and that it's like a, a character that I give a shit about, and like friends that I'm I'm, I'm vibing with, and we're having a good time. <gasps> I we vibe, we vibe, wow. we vibe. With most I, of us, most. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> I just started playing Link's Awakening on my Switch because I just never got around to it when I bought it forever ago, and when it got to the name naming your character, mm -hmm. I always never know the name, but I named my character Mud. So Mud's playing through Link's Awakening. Wait, 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 wait. It's not Link. That's you always get a name. You always get a name. In Zelda? Yes. I thought it was always just Link. No, like, you can like name him. No, you can name him. I don't know if every single one of them, but the majority of them you've been able to name yourself. Interesting. I know that, are they doing like all the N64 stuff over to the Switch? This is old news, by the way, but. I would imagine, I mean, what was that whole announcement with this, the N64 controller? The, at the, Did the, I miss that? Yeah, there was like a Nintendo Direct thing about th like they're th bringing in a bunch more uh, games into the Switch, like retro whatever. And I think the N sixty four has like several games. Like I think Ocarina and Majora's Mask are gonna be over. Am I crazy? Am yeah. I really yeah? That yes, I'm pretty sure that they that they're gonna Donna. release like a nice. a like a Bluetooth connectable N sixty four. I did see that there was a, a, a N sixty four controller available. Bluetooth audio to the Switch. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, it might be an infrared controller, but you're right. They have they did just uh, say the reveal. They've had Bluetooth this entire time. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Two weeks ago on the podcast, Gus was, I was uh, lamenting. I, I was ready to flip a fucking table. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get too far away from Stinky Dragon, too, nah. um, I don't know if we've ever talked about how we came up with that name. Was that ever discussed on the podcast? I think we may have mentioned it at RTX on a pan on the oh. Stinky Dragon panel, but I don't, we, I don't think we've ever mentioned it on the podcast. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I mean, so yeah, it's it's new for the podcast. Yeah, well, it was if you watched any of the D and D uh, show we did previously, which was just called RTD and D. RTD and D. Um, there was a different name that previously known as some. Why are we allowed to say Dice Cast? Dice Di Cast. I Dice said cast. it. Uh, where Chris had a little rat character named Stinky, and he would make Stinky do essentially like fucking everything for him. And when we were coming up with a new title, it was like, well, we got to incorporate Stinky. He's yeah. got to live on somehow. Yeah. So. Stinky Dragon. Name of a pub. Yeah. Sounded like a place someone would be telling stories. Hence yeah, we wanted Gus's to call character. it the Stinky Dragon, but some people said it sounded like a perverted sex act. <laughs> and they didn't want to call it the Stinky Dragon. So the compromise was to Tales. say Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Yeah. Uh, and, and I thought, the way I thought about it was I thought about like the Prancing Pony in uh, Brie mm -hmm. from like Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Like it sounds like it could be. An inn name. Yeah, inn in, or a pub. Yeah, or in a fantasy world. Some location there, yeah. Um, I also just love the little dragon with the stink lines on oh, it. Oh, I'm wearing right, sure right He's so cute. Wow, I'm really plugging today, huh? You are. Wee. I saw someone in chat said they got a stinky dragon shirt and, and their dad loved it so much that they got one for him, too. That's funny. <laughs> it's cute as shit. Love it. I wish my dad bonded with me like that. <laughs> you want to talk about it? I, John mentioned it. I've been going to therapy, too. This shit rocks. Oh, like, yeah. I. I go into it super fucking dreading the experience, and then every time I walk away, I'm like, oh, this works. It was there, good stuff. There's yeah. some people who sometimes compare therapy to, like, a workout, where it's, like, you go in not wanting to do it, mm -hmm. or, like, dreading it, and then, like, once you finish, it's, like, a, a toll on you, whether yeah. it's emotional or physical, and then you feel, like, better after. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. Interesting comparison. 
It's a workout for your brain, for your brain for, and your heart. For your insides. Yeah. Also, Kayla messaged me today. I think I told a couple of you this, but she was like, I need, I want all of the information, all the workout information. So I spent the last 45 minutes just typing up in a massive email with everything that I know. And I sent it to her. And my, like, the last line that I sent was like, do not waste my time. Uh, do not make this 45 minutes have gone in, by in vain. Uh, but you were saying it in an encouraging, nice way. No, nah, I was pretty like, I, you better not have just wasted my time by me <laughs> writing this fucking email. I like it was, it was, you know, it was in my voice. What a great way to welcome Kayla to the squad team force team. <laughs> no, don't waste my fucking time, newbie. No, no, no. I mean, Kayla are cool like that. We, I can, I can, I can say those things. You could threaten her, <laughs> and it's cool. There was like a whole paragraph about how much G fuel she drinks and how like the like. This is going to sound weird, but like the color of her piss and like what color it should be. I don't know what the color of Kayla's piss is, <laughs> but I'm assuming based off of the amount of like energy drinks that she drinks, it's probably pretty yellow. Oh, it's probably brown. Neon. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I was even giving advice. Like, that's how thorough I got. I was like talking about the color of piss. Oh, God. We love Kayla. And I even acknowledged that in the email. I was like, listen, I know I'm sorry I'm talking about the color of piss, but. Also, oh, I just important. realized how rid ridiculous Squat Team Force Team sounds. So I was like, Kayla, part of the Squat Team Force Team. Squat yeah. Team Force Team. <laughs> squat Team Force Team. The STFT. Yeah, STFT. Uh, I had to, uh, I had a, uh, a medical exam the other day. I had to get like a medical exam for part of the pilot's license. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to like, they go to a special doctor for this. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, we, I, I go to his office and... Uh, Bless it's, it's like he's in an office, but that's like in a bigger office that has other things. Sure. So he had one point, you know, he at the beginning of the the, the visit, he hands me like a little cup. Mm -hmm. It's like here, the, you know, there's a there's a bathroom right outside the door. Take a left, go into the bathroom there, pee in the cup. Like oh, all right. And he's like, when you're done, uh, just leave it on the counter. It's like, which okay, that's a little weird. So I go into the bathroom, pee in the cup, and I'm like, all right. He told me to leave. It. Luckily, there was nobody else in the bathroom. I leave it on the counter, and as I walk out of the door, he's like standing right at the door. He's like, oh, all done. I go, oh no. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm going to go check it. And he's got like a little thing of like little test strips with him. And he goes into the bathroom and I'm like, what's he, is he, he's doing the test here? Oh. And he tests it. And then he comes back out like three minutes later. He's like, all right, all done. Looks good. Like, oh. Let's keep going with your physical. <laughs> That's like, too much of how the sausage is made. Yeah, it looks like no. a, normally you go, it's oh, like you leave it in the door. <laughs> I thought they sent it off to the lab because, like, I've always had it to where they, like, put it in a little locker. That, that's what I thought. Like, you put it in the little metal door. Yeah. And someone gets, no, he was, he's like, just leave it on the counter. I was like, oh, so, okay. One time I was going in for an exam. It was like a physical of some sort. I also had to pee into a thing. And I mistakenly thought <laughs> that um, based off a of previous experience where uh, it was like a pregnancy scare from, like, back when I was, like, a kid. Uh, apparently the most effective time to do a pregnancy exam is in the morning, like the, your first pee of the day. I don't know why. That's just what I remember. Maybe because your, your urine's been kind of sat up. up in there for a while. Sure. I don't know it's what the fuck It's all saturated. I'm about. <laughs> yeah. The baby chemicals or whatever. So I went into this, uh, this physical, which was like at 10 or 11 a.m., thinking the same thing where I was like, I need all my juices to be good for them. So I'm going to hold in my piss until I get to the exam. And so you didn't, you, you slept all night. You didn't pee in the morning and you had the exam like I, at 10 or 11. And I was like, just like, <laughs> like ready for like, where's the, what's the urine exam? What's the urine exam? Like I didn't take a piss. And like, she was just so slow. She finally give me the piss i filled the thing up with piss i guess it's the piss podcast piss cast and uh it was like awful looking because it was the first piss of the day and i hadn't drank any water because i didn't want to yeah. you know and she was like are you okay like you look really dehydrated based off of you know yeah. and she like talked to me about it this is orange <laughs> it was like weird um yeah have you guys ever had to had to give a stool sample i no. don't think so 
That's a fun experience. Oh, I'm just kidding. It's the fucking worst because you take the stuff home with you because I don't think they expect tend to, to expect ready. you to be able yeah. to shit. Um, you get like the best way to describe it is a little plastic hat. So it's like a hat. Oh, yeah. So it's like a brim with a hat thing that you put in the <laughs> toilet. So it sits oh. on the rim and you poop into the bucket the of the hat. hat. Oh, because then there's no water. So you could just hear it just go like into the like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no thanks. and then what you have to do they give you like different containers some have to be refrigerated some have like water in it that you have to fill enough stool in so mm -hmm. that there's water and like there's like various containers for various tests and so you have to like cut it up <laughs> like go in <laughs> put little things i wish gavin was here for this conversation no, <laughs> God, and then, I like, wish I wasn't here for this conversation. How about that? <laughs> well, I, the last time I went to my regular doctor for like my annual physical, he's talking about like colorectal can colorectal cancer screening. Not that I have it or anything. Just like in general, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, you know, now he's like, nowadays the technology's so good. Now you get an at-home kit. You just poop in a box and mail it out. I was like, no, no, we'll like, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll deal with that when we get there, doctor. I like, he's like, you, I like, you told me I don't need to worry about it now. I'll wait. <laughs> Let's just we'll mark it as an action item for for in a couple of years. I'm just imagining the mailman like walking away, like, "All right, here's my daily load," and then he trips and just like <laughs> falls on the. <laughs> I get it. That's what the shit sounds like falling into the hat too. <laughs> the same. Noise. I this episode of the Receipt Podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. That's been a great start to the NFL season. It's only getting better at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. DraftKings is putting new customers in the center of the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Get in on the action now. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, see how your team stacks up against the competition. Uh, feel the NFL action like never before with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. The best part is you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings app now. Use code ROOSTER. This week, new customers get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter code ROOSTER to get a free shot at millions in total prizes with your first deposit. That's code ROOSTER only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Thanks, DraftKings. I had maybe one of the most nightmarish experiences ever in the bathroom a little while back. I think I might have told some of you about this. Um, I was at my apartment gym mm -hmm. and I was on the treadmill and uh, this my body decided we need to take a little poopsie. Okay. There's a little bathroom in my gym. And uh, so I went and went to the, to the bathroom and I so I had to do a number twosies. And I, I took a whole number twosies in there and it was a pretty decent twosies. And then I went to flush and nothing <clears throat> happened. Uh Oh. Like nothing, nothing Stinky. happened. There was no water. Mm. And then I remembered. In the tank, but in the. In anywhere. So you Wait, just you shit into a dry. Into oh, no, there's no tank. No, 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 okay. tank, no tank. Oh. Um, but, but that's where the water needs to be for stuff to flush. Yeah, yeah. And so I remembered, oh, they were going to turn the water off today to do a, a thing to the plumbing. They turned it off an hour early. Lucky me. There's no water in the tank because they turned off an hour early and someone must have already come in and used up the water. So yeah. there was no poop. There was nothing to wash it down. The problem is, is that out in the gym were two other people mm -hmm. using the gym. You son of a bitch. So. Oh, God. Let me ask. The, I'm going to pause the story there. I'm going to pause the story there. What do you guys do? Well, I would imagine if I, I would imagine if I was working out, I might have a water bottle. I would take the water bottle and try to fill the tank. And use that to flush. Okay, yeah, interesting, I, I, interesting. I would try to fill the tank with water I and flush it. I would 
depending on the door, if it's a, like a like a doorknob or door thing, I would lock the other side. I would have the door open when I was finished. I'd lock it and then I'd close it to where no one else could get in. <laughs> and it'd have to be a maintenance person that has a key in order to get in. And you then could they... also, if it's a latch, you could latch it and then crawl under and leave that way. This is like a, a uh, like a, a room. This is like this is like a, like a think of like a oh, a, so it's not like a stall. One, a one bathroom. Bathroom. Then I would have locked it and then and, and closed it. If so I couldn't no do the water, else. I'd probably like write a sign out and be like. Don't use in your own shit. You've just been like, don't <laughs> use dead inside. <laughs> don't dead poop inside. Um, well, I can tell you that I didn't have enough water to do okay, what you okay. suggested, and 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 the locking and leaving it. That's a, that's a smart even thing to the, think of oh, in, the, in the moment. Strategy. I just had the dumbest moment. I went even from the sink. No, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. the water's fucking no water, awesome. no water. Idiot. So here's what John did. Okay. Because I'm mortified, and I don't want to be the guy who left. A giant turd. It wasn't even just a small one. I giant hate it. One. I hate it. No. So, my apartment gym is right next to our pool. I, 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 I <laughs> close the door, and I pray to God that no one's going to go in there, mm -hmm. and I run home. You don't believe in God. You run, okay. I run home to my apartment. Oh, and I have, a, I have a pitcher that I know that I could fill a lot of water in. Oh, God. So I run back to the <laughs> gym, and I go out to the pool, and I fill it up with water. Okay. I now, mean... like, the way that my gym looks is that, like, it actually has, like, windows that look out to the pool. So these <laughs> fine ladies who are working us, two women, one's on the treadmill and one's on, like, this, this bike, are watching a crazy person. Oh, my God. Who clearly just left the gym <laughs> out there filling the water. And I come back in, and I have to come back in the gym, walk past them. With the pitcher of pool water. Which, with the pitcher of pool water, go into the bathroom and fill up the, uh, the tank. Now, did it flush after the first fill? No. No. Absolutely not. No, it did not. It could not. What I mean, it did do is use up that first fill completely and nothing happened. So then I proceeded no, okay. to go back out to the pool. Dude, this should be a game on Survivor. About <laughs> It took about four times. Oh, no! For me to go out there, four. get the water, put it in. Because I was not going to be the guy. Cause How I, big I, was the container? I thought it was big. The picture? It was yeah. like, it was like, a, like, like, think of like yeah, an Yeah, but if you picture. think of like a... a, a Bathroom yeah, surprise. Most toilet tanks are surprised. But they're pretty wide, so like you'd have to fill it to get to the thing yeah. where it bobs, the right? A typical toilet should take two gallons. Yeah. It's, they it's say gotta it typically. Be. Well, I'll tell you this. Well, this is probably After half a gallon pitcher. Uh, I'm, okay. It might have been yeah. a half a gallon pitcher. But I'll say this. After seeing how little one fill did, I was like, I, I have to just be very, very sure. I have to be very, very sure. So I was thorough and went out and got four times. And uh, <laughs> then it did worked. you go home and get four containers? That way it was just one trip? Or did you make four <laughs> so back and forth trips? No, no, no. I, I kept going out of the gym to the pool, fill it up, back into the gym. Out of the gym to the pool, fill it up, back into Did you it. tip your hat every time <laughs> you pass the women and go, my lady? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just. Just uh, was, watering just, the bathroom, you know, <laughs> as I do. I just had my eyes Just on the doing prize. human things. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally, I finally fill it up, and it flushes, and I'm sweaty. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm tired. What a workout. I'm, I'm tired. I haven't even gotten to do my workout. Like, it was treadmill warm-up is what I was doing, and I haven't gotten to do my workout. Lord. So I flushed it, walked out, and then I was like, I have to say something. Oh, God. I oh, have you to. Don't. At, that point, at that point, you don't. At that point, you let bygones be bygones. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. One out of the two women I have seen there multiple times. Have you talked to her? And is 
No. Okay. But she's gonna keep seeing me. This is ex-wife. And Here's the thing I don't think you understand, John, is you are like such a friendly person and you're so approachable and like not intimidating mm -hmm. in a great way. You probably could have been like, hey guys, I went to the bathroom, the toilet's not flushing because I turned the water off, just don't go in there for a little bit because I haven't flushed. <laughs> Well, I I, like, get... you don't have to go into detail about what you well, did. Well, I didn't, okay, so they didn't, I they have, I have not talked to them at this point yet. They have just been watching Do this Do they know silence. each other or they're two separate? They're two separate people. Oh, okay. But, so they're two separate people, and so they've just been trying to do their workouts while a crazy man keeps going in and out of the gym <laughs> with chlorinated water. water. <laughs> what you should have done, slam the door behind you and go, <laughs> Do not go in there, baby. You know how, like, you know how, like, if you're ever at the gym or or anywhere out in public, and you're just trying to get your task done, and yeah. there's someone like on the street or something or in the store causing a scene, and you just keep focused on your task. He's like, I don't want to be part of this. That was what they were doing this entire time. They were just, just don't make eye contact. Just don't with make crazy eye contact. Person. So when I finally came out, I just confessed. I was like, Hey, I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> the water's turned off, and I needed to fill the tank up to flush the toilet. Just letting you know. And I got the most dismissed, just like, uh-huh, from them oh, both. No. And I went, I just went, all right, did my job. Why do people, like, maybe I'm hyper aware of other people's feelings, but if someone were to do that, I'd be like, oh, no worries, like, cool. Like, It just depends. Like, I don't know. They probably were just, like, one, I, one was like barely even noticed me. She's like, oh, okay. And the other one was like, just like, just was like, oh, okay, that, that's fine. They just really, I think they, I think they didn't want to be there either. <laughs> they didn't want to be a part of this. Yeah. And so me acknowledging what just happened made it more real for them. And so they would prefer if I had just been silent and walked away and just been that weird phantom that if came you, in. If you walked uh, away straight to the leasing office, <laughs> early termination on your lease, gone over to the U-Haul place, packed up your apartment and moved the fuck out. I, Dude. It, it was like that thought in my head when it didn't flesh. I just it was like, like I, I feel other people's embarrassment. So if I could tell someone else is in a, like an embarrassing situation, I will like go above and beyond to be like, "You're cool, dude. Don't worry. Like, all it's all good." To make them feel okay about it, mm -hmm. and the fact that they were just like, "Okay, yeah." In chat, I can't. Yeah, Panther eighty five says, "Quick, ask him how he washed his hands." Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't. So your shitty hands were. Dealing with like touching all the doorknobs. Well, uh, my hands aren't covered in shit. Yeah, it, how do you poop? <laughs> how do you the bidet in my house? Into a hat and then. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was the public version of like a toilet getting stopped up at like a friend's party. Mm -hmm. You know, that was the like. You think you can't? You think like if you cause a, a stoppage in the public, you can just walk away. This was the instance where I couldn't walk away. It was yeah. my apartment gym. Man, did Why you still drink you... iced tea out of that pitcher? <laughs> no, <laughs> that only only pool water got into it. Yeah, then it became toilet water though. After it left it, <laughs> so it never touched toilet water. But it held toilet water. It held pre-toilet water. Mm. Could you have just gone to your apartment bathroom to poop, and it would have solved all of this? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it would have involved me. Leaving the gym and going all the way back to it's my pretty apartment. far, but you went yeah. back. Oh, uh, but so you went back to the it's, picture, but yeah, well, you, you got to think. If you're thinking it's gonna be a quick poop and flush, that's and, what I'm saying. Is yeah. that is that I, uh, <laughs> I, I've got I've used that restaurant, uh, not restaurant. I've used that restroom. <laughs> I've used that restroom. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I've used that restroom a lot of times. Yeah, because like you're 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 like I, I work it's out right the, there. Yeah. yeah, it's right there. You work out in the morning, or I work out in the morning, and you got like you know <clears> sometimes you don't time when your poopsies come. 
and yeah. you have to go use it. I'm I if I could avoid it, if there's only a one bathroom situation, like a one stall or like that it's just one door and like everyone shares that, I don't poop in that. Yeah. Like that's oh, my I'm, I'm too paranoid about like something going wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna be extra careful next from now on anytime I do a test flush yeah, just oh, bring yeah. a picture with you every workout you go to <laughs> they, at our climbing gym I haven't been in like over a year but they have the men's room women's room and then they have like the family rooms uh, I go to the family rooms because I can like lock myself in there it's like the, the single, single stall door yeah. yeah and like sometimes I just wonder what people are thinking that I'm doing there because I'm just in there for so long they and just think you're the jerk taking up the family room <laughs> there's no families that are going climbing I'm fine <laughs> but yeah. Well, they won't be going to the bathroom while you're there. There were, they're like uh, raising two daughters. Uh, it, it the dynamic changes when you're single dad and you're and 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 they're slowly turning into women. When they're babies, you know, it's one thing. But as you get, you know, like if if you go to a family restroom and mm -hmm. everyone's got to go, it's like, all right. You guys go in that corner so Dad can use his potty because I can't let you guys be out just running around right. in public. I need you to be here. So they just steer in the corner. That's so, got to be the most the, comfortable. Well, that was it. Was like shitting situation when they get old enough to actually like talk and, and everything like that. Like you do have to. I, I had to be like, okay, go to that corner, and turn around. I need you just to face that corner. I cannot have power like, down. I cannot Analysis have mode. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so Daddy can do his business. That's until they get old enough that you can actually feel like somewhat comfortable. You can trust them for three minutes. Not even I'm not even trusting them. It's more so trusting the rest of the world not to steal my kids. Mm. And so that's a that's always like a, a juggling game. It's always a fun not fun. That's the absolute wrong word. An interesting experience when you're in the women's restroom and a mom is bringing in her son. Yeah. Because like when you're that young, yeah, you know they need. Uh, supervision, supervision, and protection, all that stuff, and whatnot. It's the same in the guys' restroom when where they bring a daughter. A daughter, yeah. But so, I don't know if you guys have this, but sometimes little kids do whatever they want and will crawl under stalls and stuff like that. <laughs> One yeah. time, I was in the bathroom and a little boy just crawled under my stall, and I had no idea what to do. <laughs> so Stomp I, his face. So Hello. I punched him. <laughs> I went, "Hello," and then I heard his mom go, "Like Brandon, get back here, dude." <laughs> that's the like, worst. Uh, you're gonna learn a lot yeah, today. Take him in the face. That'll teach you. He'll never, he'll never stick his fucking head like that again. There, there are times when you're a guy and you walk into a guy's restroom and a dad is there with their son and their son hasn't quite learned how to use the urinal correctly. Uh, oh, and so yeah. he's just got his pants all the way mm -hmm. down his ankles. And so you just yeah. walk in the restroom, you're just not ready to have seen like a bare ass. I don't have you. any experience to back this up, but I'm willing to bet Chris Maris does that. I think he <laughs> does that to this day. Down. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm willing still. to. I'm willing to bet he... He would, gives off that energy. Yeah, he puts his pants he on. He gives off the energy of somebody who holds up their shirt while they pee. <laughs> if That's... you knew everything you knew about Chris, but didn't know what he looked like, sounded like, or never met him, how old would you think he was? Like from Ford? stories we've told? Stories, stories. He's, he's told, or, or that we've told, or that, like, things that he's done, like... I, I don't know because Chris has some like he has some very adult oriented stories. I've had like uh, yeah, alcohol related stories, so I would assume he'd be like late teens, early 20s. Chris is like the Ron Williams film Jack. <laughs> you know? Yeah. His body keeps uh uh 
aging at a rapid pace, which is a normal pace for other people, but his, but his like actual like inhibitions and 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 uh, perceptions of the world uh, do not age properly with him. Yeah, it's a he's a very interesting fella. You know, yeah. Jack, that movie everybody's seen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love Jack. That. I don't remember that one. At I all. vaguely remember it. It's remember the it premise is that like his cells like uh, age four times as fast, and so yeah. he's growing four times as fast. Oh, so mm-hmm. it's like reverse Benjamin Button. So he's Correct. like a, a kid, but he's Robin Williams. Yeah. So, so like, it's like a he's like a ten year old, and he's he's Robin Williams. Yeah. It is. Um, oh, it's it, a great movie. I don't very think it's well reviewed or super loved. I I'm I very it. biased to anything Robin Correct. Williams. So that Correct. anything he's in, I'm like, it was great. It was awesome. Correct. I get that one mixed up with Big, which is they're similar. Tom Hanks. They're similar. Yeah. Uh, little little, little person mind inside of an adult man. Yeah. yeah. To a man, yeah. It's also a one-word thing. Jack Big. Jack Big. Jack, Jack Big. big. <laughs> Don't say it with your eyebrows. <laughs> Jack Big. Jack Fatilla somewhere just went. <laughs> hey, uh, when we were coming in for this morning for testing, like Jack was there already. So, you know, I like rolled down my window and just, because he said hello. So I was like, okay, I'll say hello. And, you know, we were talking and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to roll up my window now. So then I roll up my window and then like, I do my test and then like Eric Bedour rolls in and then he's like two spots over and then I feel bad because Mike our audio mixer like also rolled in but he saw that me and Eric were talking so then he like leans back in his chair <laughs> and he rolls down both windows so that we can continue our so conversation. You talk through your car. <laughs> and I was being a dick and I was like, Mike, can you just like lean back some more and like me and Eric are just talking over Mike. I felt really bad about it so I tweeted at Mike uh, afterwards. Oh. I like I drove away and I was like I was so rude to Mike in that moment. I'm so sorry, Mike. I, I saw Barbara during testing earlier. Yeah, I today. was just about to get my test when Gus rolled up, so you got to witness my uh very I look, intimate I can't, moment. I can't watch. I, oh, really? I, yeah, I like, turned away. I can't. Oh, I, I always that. sneak a glance at people getting their tests. It's like a it's like a sexual experience that I don't want to see and I like want to provide like uh, privacy for because it's like they're penetrating let's, you and you're let's like let's say an intimate experience instead of a sexual, sexual. there's it's penetration not sexual John. it's not sexual it's it's well i mean i come well, every what time we learned so. on last laugh is there's the the nussy which is the nose pussy right which is a term that just started this past year and a half from COVID, with people getting their little jabs up their I nose i think we use that in like an on the spot thing last laugh okay oh yeah. okay 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 that was a last laugh on the spot thing. I, again Everything we make content-wise, half gets deleted from my brain. Or just gets blurred all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's good. It's fun watching Last Laugh back. What are we currently on? Four? Uh, I think five is coming out this Thursday. So that's yeah, a big one. Four just came out. The, that's the, that's four the... was a big one. A lot of people... I, uh, four yeah. is a big one. Four is a big one. Yeah, five's a big a one. A lot happens in four. Five's a big one, too. I was very satisfied with the level of participation they asked me to do because there's no way in hell I wanted to actually be on that show why not didn't it look like fun it looked like it would kill me with my anxiety it literally looks like like oh how did John die well he did the show called last laugh <laughs> yeah. um because that it's because that show is my anxiety trigger it's it's I, I have severe social anxiety and I get severely overwhelmed and depleted by social interaction yeah um and so to stick me in a room with six people and also on top of that don't laugh, but also be entertaining. Make other people laugh, right? Yeah. Or um, try to when they're trying not to. That, so, oh man. Well, I'm saying when they asked me, they're like, "Hey, we have a cameo." I was like, "Great!" And then when they literally already had the cameo figured out, they're like, "We're just gonna have you do on the spot." I was like, "Oh, good. It's something I'm comfortable with. I know how to do on the spot. I get people to just, are familiar with I it. I also get to like, like I, I get to be a villain, which I love being a villain, which is try to get people out with making them laugh. And so I loved doing that. It was great. 
it's it's it worked really well yeah for that show because the stuff that happened during it and following the segment like it clearly warmed people up in a way that we needed to happen yeah it's nice to be with armando that was that scene like of watching last laugh that's the first and only time I have been in a room physically with Armando. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he flew in for that, and I, I met him. I think even in, I don't know if it made the cut because I haven't watched the episode yet, but he was like, uh, like we said, hi, <laughs> just met each other. Yeah. And then that's been it. I have seen, I saw Kai when she came for Welcome Back Week. Yeah. Um, and that was the second time I had seen Kai, but other than that. Have you met Charlotte? Or was that also the first time you met Charlotte was in Last Laugh? Shit, that was actually the, actually the first time I met Charlotte as well, because I've, yeah. I've talked with Charlotte and played video games yeah, with Charlotte. It's funny, yeah. we'd streamed with all of these people. Yeah. Last, when we filmed Last yeah. Laugh, it was the first time I think I met all of them. I saw a really funny comment that was like, seeing Trevor next to Armando is like seeing Jeremy next to Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of like the height difference. Armando's, Armando's he's tall. He's very he's tall. A, he's, a, he's a big old boy. Yeah, yeah and I thought Trevor was tall. It, what is Armando six six five six five or six six? I think five. Six five. Tall, yeah. tall man. He's like six two. We've been like collaborating a lot over the course of the pandemic and have become very good friends. You and Mando. And, yeah, to the point where we're like we play video games together. Sometimes we'll call each other. Like he's become like my closest uh, pin pal. And we always had this weird running joke that we were going to fight each other to the death. Because I, I think one of us challenged the other one who would kill the other person, like in like a Thunderdome situation. Normal, normal stuff. Yeah, and I always, I know that I would win, and Mondo says he would win. So, like, it went so far as when I picked him up to hang out with him before Last Off was going down. I had a baseball bat in my car, and I was like, <laughs> Mondo! And I opened up my trunk, and I pulled out the baseball bat, and I was like, you're going to die! And, <laughs> and then we hugged, and it was fine. And then you smashed him in the head with the baseball bat. And then he died. That was a, uh, it was a little bit frustrating at the time when we were filming Last Laugh, because we had scheduled ahead of time for uh, we we did we had to do an episode of the RT podcast here because Last Laugh was being filmed over there. Right, right, yeah. right. right. Uh, so ahead of time, I had scheduled for Mondo and Charlotte to be on that episode, and we were going to announce that we were filming Last Laugh season two. Uh, and then, like, that day I got an email that was like, hey, uh, you know what, never mind, you can't actually announce that. We're not announcing this yet. Yeah. And I was like, well, how am I going to explain that Mondo and Charlotte flew in and are sitting here on Here's the couch? Here's the thing. They're so fucking funny. They're <laughs> awesome people that I don't think there was a single comment no. that was like, why are they here? It was all just, these people are awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's just like, I hope nobody asks, what, did they fly from L.A. just for this? You can always be like, well, we're filming something with them. Yeah. Wink, I wink. I had a thought the first time I saw clips of Mondo's stand-up. Um, and the thought was, oh, thank God he's actually good at stand-up because I, when I heard he was, he did stand-up, yeah. I was like, the worst thing in the world would happen is if he, if he, like, was hired on and became our friend and then was that friend who does stand-up but is bad at it. Oh, no. And so, like, that's just the, again, talking about anxiety triggers, like, oh, my God. It's like having to go see someone's, like, uh, theater production yeah. and, and they're, and they're, like, a ter- terrible actor. No, he's great. Uh, and so to see is, like, it's like it's not, he's not just, like, he's good. It's like, oh, you're actually, like, really, really good. Like, a you're, lot of his, you're very, very talented. A lot of his stand-up clips have also gone, like, super viral yeah. on TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it, it, they are fucking funny. I think I might have seen one of his clips before I knew him. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, this guy's funny. He's, no. he's very, very good at stand-up. He's, he's one of those guys that, like, it. it's frustrating because he's, like, somewhere in his 20s, mid to I think late. he's 24, 25. Oh, like, early to mid-20s then. And uh, he's just, just, like, on the upswing. Like, he's, like, doing great. And I think he had, like, a special 
planned and then like the pandemic got in the way, but he's just like, he's just, he's going places. I love Mondo. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by Felix Gray. Uh, when we were kids, our parents used to tell us that staring at screens too much would melt our brains. Uh, well, now we're adults who still spend a lot of time in front of screens, and we all know that's not true. But we also know that all that blue light can cause all sorts of pain and issues with sleeping or concentrating. That's why Felix Gray set out on their mission to create eyewear that would improve daily screen time. Felix Gray's blue light filtering uh, glasses filter about 15 times more blue light and come in a whole bunch of classic frames to choose from. Uh, so whether you're heading back to the office or school or whatever, you can count on Felix Gray. Uh, it's, it's great to not have fatigued eyes, especially, you know, sitting in front of a screen all day. When I'm not here, you know, I'm always in front of a bunch of different screens. Uh, staring at a screen can be taxing. Uh, I like blue light filtering glasses to help combat that. Uh, non-prescription and prescription glasses are available now. Check them out now at felixgrayglasses.com slash rooster. That's F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash rooster. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges. Felixgrayglasses.com slash rooster. Thanks, Felix Gray. I had... Do you remember when we were up and coming? <laughs> Please don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> we just <laughs> talked about therapy. I, when, we, when we had some moments in some previous hard modes recently where I was mentioning films that you guys... We're like, mm -hmm. what the fuck are you talking about? Like Clifford and, and Beethoven. And Those are dogs. I was, uh, yeah. They're dogs. Uh, Thank you. One of the movies is not about a dog, though. Uh, I was talking with Cameron about it because Cameron and I, as, as I'm his manager, we have a one on one every couple weeks. And we were talking about this stuff. And I realized that I'm more than a decade older than Cameron. And I'm, and I'm realizing now. How old's Cameron? He's like 25. And you're 36? 37. You just turned 37. I just turned 37. But I'm realizing now that I am like, oh, I'm a decade older than the like younger people in our cast now. I am now the guy who is like more than 10 years older. Just fucking learned Shane's the same age as Gus. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Would you have guessed that? You've done better than he did <laughs> at taking care of yourself. And I mean that Ooh. genuinely. I would have I would have put you at my age, is what I would have put you at. Um, Shane's uh, one of the crew behind the scenes. He's over there. Why are you saying it like he's Dracula? I don't know. He's I, behind I, the scenes. Because I feel like it sounds cooler <laughs> that way. We're also in October. Spooky month. It's spooky month. Ages behind ago. the scenes. Cameron's my buddy. Like we're he we live near each other, and uh, he just got engaged with his soon-to-be wife. Uh, There's know, a term for it. C C fiance. Oh, I don't like good. French people. Uh, and, <laughs> Got uh, engaged with his soon-to-be wife. Soon-to-be yep. wife. Anyways. The longest way <laughs> you can say it. Yeah, we're just, we hang out. Sometimes I run into him when I'm on my walks with Dutch. And he watches Dutch when I'm out of town. He's, he's a good little neighbor. Cameron's one of the people that annoyingly got more in shape during quarantine. Because, dude, his fiance... Yeah, we like, no, those no, no. people. His soon-to-be wife. <laughs> His soon-to-be wife. Soon-to-be wife. We did, a, uh, when things were starting to get normal before, like, variants and all that shit happened, um, uh, we had, like, a birthday thing where it was, like, it was me, Eric, and Cole all have birthdays in May. So we're, like, we should just get, like, a lake house. So then we had some people out. That everyone was vaccinated, and we all felt very safe. It was such a good weekend. It was such a fucking great weekend. That was, that was the first so refreshing. That we had seen each other. Yeah. yeah. I spent the exact right amount of time at the party. You showed up with your girl, and you guys were like, "Oh no, <laughs> she could have stayed there all night." She is a hundred percent energized yeah. by social interaction, yeah. and has been like deprived like crazy during quarantine. Um, and so she actually like could have stayed and would have just chatted with you guys all night long. Yeah, 
It me, was a really fun time. But you, she like turned to me at one point, like, "Oh, you're done, aren't you?" And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> battery yes, John's not here. <laughs> must recharge." <laughs> but anyway, so like, uh, I was doing workouts out. There was like a little dock, and I brought like some like bands and shit, and I was gonna do my thing. Cameron went for a run. He came back shirt off and he had taken his glasses off because he wore glasses and then the whole like superman clark kent thing made sense to me <laughs> this is like holy shit camera's hot as fuck like not, <laughs> i thought that with his glasses he's not hot but he's it was also just like, go he's going for that uh leonardo dicaprio from the 90s haircut yeah right now, he, with like the the bangs the middle part it looks really good on him we does. did a we did a tiktok challenge today that was a physical one and one I was very happy that I was able to do it, and and you're a strong boy. And surprised that uh, I always think Chris is more in shape than me because he's he's he uh, aesthetically has shows more muscle than I do. It's I think it's because he's very thin. he's very low in body mm -hmm. fat. Yeah, he's very low in body fat, and he's and he's got definition from working. He also out used in the past. to work out That's a lot. Thing, yeah, that he's it's it's still there, but he I was I was very proud. That I see him as more aesthetically in a shape that I'd like to be, and but I was one who was able to do the physical challenge. That body dysmorphia, man. Oh, it's gets, wonderful. Gets to you. Good times. But Cameron was doing it, and while Cameron was not able to do the challenge, I did have the thought. I was like, he still looks good doing the challenge. Yeah. Like he's a good-looking boy, <laughs> you know. I almost got it. Yeah, it was not it was quite, a hard though. one. Gus almost got it too. Yeah. Did I? Get I, it? I didn't want to show anyone up. I didn't <laughs> want to make anyone feel bad. You'll have it. to watch to find out if I got it. Who knows? We have we have a video we do want to film that we just haven't gotten around to yet where someone reminded us all of the there's like the, the fifth grade PE Kayla was talking about that Kayla was the one yeah are about, you fitter than a fifth grader yeah oh do you like uh do you guys remember like presidential fitness test yeah, yeah like that's the, what it was. the, that's B, what it was. the B oh, test and, that and all that stuff so essentially trying that stuff now to see if we're as fit as we were in like the fifth grade I think there's like a running challenge which I, I think that that would be like the kind of the gray area for me the what is it not the beep test that might be a Canadian thing it's where there's a beep that progressively gets faster and you have to keep making it back and forth Ooh, on the beep. Oh, like a like a relay kind of back and forth. You're going back and forth, and like based on like what like the last beep you're on. So it's like this is the tenth beep, like the tenth interval of it. Oh, so when you don't make it, that's your yeah. And score. they like want you to be at a certain number by a certain. They called the presidential fitness test when all of our friends were old as fuck and they because it was shit. Was was it was like I think it might have been a a first lady who initiated it. I could be completely wrong, but I think it was a first lady. Who did it as a way of like trying to standardize health with our youth? What are these? What are the names of these things? What's a, what's a curl up? I think is that's that like the. I think up? that's a sit up, I, isn't it? Oh. So you need to do 60, uh, 55 curl ups if you're seventeen year old boy. Forty four if you're a seventeen year old. That girl. was like the, we we like before we started thing calling things crunches. I believe that's kind of what it is. The presidential fitness test was Pacer between test. the some, sometime in the late fifties until twenty thirteen. Are you? All right. Some people me? in chat are saying pacer test, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. I think mm -hmm. it's the same as the beep test. They need boys to do a six minute six second run if they're seventeen years old. What does a, that mean? A what? Six minute. What, what, what distance? A mile. Just run. Oh, mile. Run, oh, oh. Like that's. That's a that's a fast mile. When I was like cooking it on a treadmill during like the early days of my like workout journey, I was like, it was six minutes would fucking drain me. I, I think at hard. my peak when I was doing way too much running and not doing enough weight training, I got to an eight, maybe eight and a half minute mile, and I was proud as hell. I was that. never a runner. <laughs> I no, was never, yeah. that, and, but I'm saying even that was like eight. That's the mile. Can't yeah. John doesn't do anymore. That's not like John could do a marathon for eight 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 minutes. Like no, that was like John used everything for that mile. There's also something where 
you had to run a, around a track for 30 minutes and like see how far you would get. I forget the name of that test. They just made me feel terrible. I just, I just they made, they really tried everything they could to make gym class not fun. Oh, and it was always the the, the president of fitness test was around all of your peers. Yep. And yeah. everybody was just watching if you could do the, what was the thing where to see how far you could like, you could uh, was reach V something. Oh. There was like there was like a box. They and called on it the top the of the box was a ruler, mm -hmm. and your feet went against the box, and you tried to reach over, like kind of like leaning over, yeah, and try to go as far as you could. I don't remember that one at all. I like oh, I'm hated I'm that. conflicted on this because I do think that the the way that they have the test it's like not great for like the developing mind of a child and like right. what it does with the psyche but i do think that like no we should absolutely make our kids physically active but I, it's just like there's a weird like how do you go about doing yeah. that and not make them feel like total well, pieces of shit I mean, there's a way to make it fun yeah maybe that's why they discontinued it in 2013 yeah <laughs> oh, okay, oh, yeah. okay yeah, got makes it. Sense. yeah like there's so so many parts of like pe that were fun and enjoyable that like you could make exercise and staying active like actually something kids could look forward to instead of it being like you're gonna run for the entire class I just remember and just run coach anderson it. was our gym teacher and that guy was like everyone's hero at the school oh, he was yeah. just fucking huge and like he'd do like a pull-up and everyone would be like <laughs> like he was like the hero at your you played sports in in high school right not very well yes um so my football coach was also my history teacher did yeah. you guys have situations like that where yeah. like, my dad is a yeah. history teacher yes so oh really and yeah, he's also he a football, football coach it was just funny because my his, he was like super cool and like everyone's favorite teacher of course but because he was also my football coach he would call me b dunks nice. every time and so i'd be like yeah b dunks Barbara, like, what's that? Like, you'd have to like switch his brain in class to like call me my actual name instead of like my sport name. To his history mode. Yeah, on. history mode. Yeah, He's it was. Cool dude. It wasn't until like much later in life that I looked back. I was like, oh, there were guy teachers I thought were hot, and that's why I felt that way about <laughs> them. Because I, because I, I didn't realize oh, that I was sexual brain. That's the thing is, I didn't realize that it was an option for me to be queer until much later in life and even then I, w I thought of it as just a black and white world of either gay or straight not as a spectrum and so it wasn't until like looking back I was like oh that science teacher I thought he was hot when he came in and, and showed us how the body works by getting on his uh, tandem bicycle and doing some bicycling wearing his tiny little shorts and he was doing that kind of thing and showing us what happens to the body when it's in like physical that he was hot that was the thought that was in my head <laughs> you just couldn't figure it out yeah, yeah. couldn't figure it out you know it's, it's... who are the hottest teachers who? Yeah. Miss Dinsmore. What subject? We don't need a name. What subject? The, Consistently? The, the ones in rock music videos in the 80s when they take their glasses off and shake their hair down. <laughs> that was Miss Dinsmore. <laughs> Second grade. She was gorgeous. Oh, I love that teacher. She was so cool. My philosophy I, teacher was, I think, like the talk of the town in my school. Yeah. Substitutes yeah. were always the hottest because they, oh. they, like, mm. they were like young people who hadn't got a full-time te teacher position. <laughs> so they were like... They were like people in their early twenties that were just gorgeous. I mean, I have, I have like probably like half a dozen sub teachers. that's like you, you were very hot. I, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. like recently moved and I was like filing a lot of stuff and I was like sorting through old schoolwork and things and I was like I should keep this, just whatever. And I saw like old school pictures and I saw from like fifth grade. I think Miss Rush, and I, at the time she was just a she was just a woman and I just like whatever you know. But then I was like looking at this picture. I was like, Miss Rush was a babe. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Rush. By the way, I do know the name of that science teacher, Mr. Ramirez, and it's because he was hot. That's what that's yeah. what it comes down I'm to. I'm too afraid to say the name of my teacher who was hot because he I feel like podcast. it's somehow going to get back to him. <laughs> I, I feel like I did. I never had 
any teachers that were even in the universe of being attractive. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like nowhere, anywhere in the neighborhood. Oh. So, I don't know, it was, it was fine by me. <laughs> I, I do like the, the mental process that you went, or the Olympics that you went through, thinking that your teacher was hot and just like, you know, the conflicting feelings. Like, uh, the way that religion changed my view of like masturbation and exploring my body as a kid and like how these fucking guilt, like days of my life ruined because mm -hmm. I felt like I sinned and I was a horrible Spilling person. Spilling your seed. I felt so shitty and like they'd have those guys that would come in and they'd be like talking about, you know, AIDS and then I'd walk away from it thinking like I might have given someone some AIDS because I jerked off. Like, it was just so weird. Uh, I just grew up with so much guilt. Texas education. Dude, <laughs> horrifying <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> We, between Chris not getting sex education last week and Blaine thinking masturbation gives people AIDS, what the fuck are we doing in Texas? Dude, it's awful. Is that more of a Texas thing or a religion thing? Well, uh, column think, A, column B. Yeah. yeah. A, a combination of both. Yeah. A, a, a little you got chocolate or you got peanut butter in my chocolate going on. We oh. had we had a we had a Wednesday night youth group at my church, and that was for it was the high school Wednesday night thing. You come hang out do a, a lesson from the preacher and like that sing some songs that kind of stuff and that was an all-year-long thing we did it was like the cool night to go to church with all of your youths <laughs> wait was this uh what it feels like it? an oxymoron there <laughs> cool <laughs> there's a name for it right well or was it was it your this church high school this is high school right so we had it was at 729 what the fuck was it called it was like a Texas program. Oh no! This but is it's like, like the international. Just, too. just my church. Just my church. Okay, okay, thing. sorry. And one night every year mm -hmm. was the sex talk night. <gasps> and so, is that when the most kids would show up? Well, a lot would show up because they would they would actually have a Q and A session. Okay. And the Q and A section. Excellent. You think some of our RTX Q and As have been awkward? <laughs> oh no! This was also just on a new level. But half of the lesson was we'd all meet in the same room like we normally do. Big old congregation room because I was in a big church and listen to the preacher give a talk about sex and love and all that kind of stuff. And then we would split and the boys would go into one room and the girls would all go in the other room. We'd have very specific boy girl talk. Oh. And looking back at the stuff that they told us and the lessons <laughs> they were trying to teach us was literally what created brains like that that were just like. Let's just let's just lay a heavy layer of repression over a sprinkling of repression, and then let's just seal that off with some more repression. But don't double condiment, because <laughs> then you'll break it. If this is too much of a personal question, feel free to no comment. Do you consider yourself an atheist now? Yeah. 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 So not just agnostic no, or anything? Atheist. Atheist. Yeah. There's a... Um, Full broke. I found this when I was browsing TikTok one day. There's a podcast called The Atheist, Atheist Experience, uh -huh. which is fascinating. It's it's hosted by people who I think a lot of the hosts have were formerly yeah. super Christian and now are considered atheists. It's fascinating. There's a great, you know, because we talked about find it. It's such an interesting dialogue. I actually, I, I, I will try to check. I'll check that out. Um, I love listening to like a. Like the McElroy brothers clearly had uh, you listen to McElroy brothers and talk about their youth. That was my youth. That was my youth completely. Wait, mm -hmm. but Clint McElroy is like cool though. That's the thing is that their their story is almost exactly like mine because none of them are religious anymore. Yeah, but I, I don't know where they land as far as agnostic or atheist, but none of them are any more of that. That like you know born again Christian. Isn't their dad though? Like I mean, they have him in content. Is he still like a religious dude? Or? I don't know. Okay. I don't know the story. But they they make jokes about it. But. Uh, you know how we talk about TikTok, there's spaces at TikTok that yeah. you, you get. And I love 
the but, former yeah. Christian TikTok spaces. A lot of people are that you like, there? yeah, and I get content like that. A lot of them are like you know gays that are now that, that you know talk about how it was growing up. But it's 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 affirming, it's reaffirming to like know that other people had like a similar experience. Yeah. You know? I just I remember there was a youth outing thing where we it was like a sleepaway thing. You like would t- out people? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. There was like just a mass outing. Really it, was like, up. it was like a two-day thing. We were like slept over at some person's house for the weekend. And then like, you know, in between like, oh, field day things, we would also do like church services. And then the, the youth guy would have like a one-on-one session youth with each guy. boy. I'm cool. And yeah. I remember he sat me down and I immediately, it was like it was, that was the closest I ever got to confession. I was like a Baptist. And I just like bawled. And I was like, I I did everything wrong. I don't read the <laughs> Bible enough. I'm I'm a shit person. I think naughty thoughts, and I just like I fucking, masturbated. I just I <laughs> five minutes everything. ago. It was so fucking bad, and I just like yeah. think back to that, and it's that's one of those cringy things where I like I'm going to sleep, and then I think about that, and then I go, oh. <laughs> I feel like that probably wasn't an uncommon situation for that guy to be in, though. Well, so, someone is putting boys in that situation. Like that's. I don't think there's a lot of things that are very healthy yeah well someone in a in in, it might have been a tiktok pointed out that a lot of like the 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 environment that i grew up in of like where the the christian church was that point and it could still be there i haven't been to church in forever it was a lot about like really uh uh, rising emotions up a lot and really getting uh like this kind of almost dramatic response for people to to be in a state where they're almost hysterical in in like feeling about their emotions and and their wrongs feeling they've guilt. done and 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 having these kind of like big emotional stirs and that kind of thing and so then it would lead you to to have those kinds of experiences either at those kinds of things I, same at like church camp we you know plenty of times where that kind of like it leads to a moment like that where everybody makes big professions of you know new renowned faith and everything like that it was that was uh, something that was pretty common I- I do want to clarify, like, I mean, we're not dogging on religion. Like, I think that there's still uh, religious institutes who can do it right, and they, they like, practice what they pe- preach. But I think overall what we've experienced is not that. We've, no, we've, like, I think there's extremes of a lot of, especially, like, in this day and age, there's, I think, a lot of extremism going yeah. on. Um, and it's just... To me, I, I'm totally of the same mindset of, like, you do you, boo. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever you want to believe in and, and stuff, as long as it's not unhealthy or cruel to other people or or infringes on other people's beliefs or rights right. in yeah. that way. Like, the, the thing that bothers me about some parts of Christianity is how people or, or there's an obligation people feel the need to make sure, like, other people aren't sinning, quote-unquote, so they feel entitled to dictate what other people are doing and how they are living mm-hmm. their lives. Yeah. Like, you um, know, being gay is a sin or whatever it is. And like, they, it's like their duty to make sure these to people, save people, to save people. That's always like the framing. That to yeah. me is, is very, it's where it gets a little, okay, like this is not. Yeah, just stay okay. in your lane, stay, do your thing, do your thing. Yeah. Their thing. Believe what you want to believe. Yeah. If these are the rules you want to follow to, to like whatever you want to do in your life and the way you want to live your life, great. But. <laughs> Do, do not dictate how someone else. Mm-hmm. There is some to do some great stuff I've learned. Uh, I, I I I got I, I started talking to my dad a little while back and kind of just I actually have been documenting it, having conversations with my dad and him telling me his life story because I 
uh, he, he, he got kind of a, a health scare a while back. And I, and I was like, I, I want to know, I want to have my dad's story document. My, my father's a pastor yeah. and has been, that was his entire career, his entire life, basically. And there's been some great realizations from that of some of the stuff that I didn't realize he was even doing in the meantime, that, uh, in hindsight was pretty revolutionary for the person in the position he's in. Long story short, my dad started a community theater group in our church growing up. And that's why I'm musical theater kid. We joked about today why I learned how to juggle is because of a production of Barnum. Um, <laughs> um, don't laugh, okay? <laughs> I was thinking about you juggling earlier. It was good. <laughs> you fucking bully. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know this at the time because it just didn't, wasn't, it wasn't told to me that in starting that production and he, my dad did it specifically so that half the cast would come from the church. The other half of the cast had to come from the community, people outside the church. Oh. And he knew that in, in, to do that, he would have to be open to the possibility of queer people showing up mm -hmm. because we're talking, we're talking about theater, y'all. We're talking about what, the queer people in theater. Yeah, the theater. No. <laughs> and so he laid down a rule with the, the, the elders of the church. He's like, they're going to come in and audition, and they're allowed to be in the show, and they're allowed to come and be a part of this production company, wow. even though you won't have them in the church otherwise. Interesting. He said, that's how it's going to. This is how you actually do outreach or you at least make an impact on the community in a positive Instead of way. judging the shit out of them. So I didn't realize this, but they're like, and again, in hindsight, talking about like John looking back like, oh, there was hot guys at school. It's like, oh yeah, there were tons of gay people in our mm -hmm. productions. And I didn't realize that they were like, there was just full of just, just them homos. Like mm -hmm. that's what it was. And that was my father did that intentionally. That's cool. Which is crazy to think about someone that I was mortified until I was in my thirties to tell that I was queer. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's great. I That's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's, I, a, he's a good dude. Sorry. It, I, I have like a train of thought here that I'm trying to like grasp onto. So if you want to go ahead. <laughs> I would just say like, I mean, off John kind of like talking about, you know, the legacy and, and knowing about his dad's past and stuff like that. I've also been kind of beginning into that because, you know, parents are getting older and shit. And like, I'm now in a position and I realized this the other day, like, I'm as old as my father and my mother were when I was like X years old. I think about that all the time. It's so weird to do that comparison. Like you would have, like you having a four-year-old. Because at, at right? your right. age, your your dad, your dad at your age, how old were you? Twenty-three. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy. Shit. So you have a twenty-three-year-old. Yeah. I'm sorry, Gus. There's there's not enough time. You've run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> but like there's like moments where and I need to do that where I need to have like more of a sit down with my father But like there was like a cool thing that happened. I think it was RTX a couple of years back We had uh, Premiered Arizona Circle and a bunch of other RT productions at the Paramount Theater and I brought my dad in and He was kind of looking around. He's like I went to a concert here when I was your age I sat right over there. It was this person playing and I was with this person, this person. And I'm almost like, I'm like, I'm, I'm almost tearing up right now. It's just like thinking about like, no, oh, my dad was a young man. He was cool at one point. He was like me. <laughs> He's cool now. My dad was cool once. Uh, you know, this, it's really making me think that we really need to get on this with Gus. Uh, I worry we don't have enough time. <laughs> so um, I think we should really start documenting your story if you want to. Back when I was your age. <laughs> I remember when they built that Paramount. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> This is ultimate. See, you can say back when I was your age, and you, I would you would have said I already knew you. You a hundred percent 
are at an age and have spent enough time in Austin <laughs> that you can point we, to a lot of places we, and be like, "There's it, that was dirt. It's funny that you say dirt. that. Before the podcast started, that's what we were all doing in here. Before you guys showed up, we were just talking about all the movie theaters that used to be around town and <laughs> what's changed and what's where it used to be. Pizza places that don't exist anymore. I, mean, I, mean, I was like, we were talking about stuff from the 80s. I mean, we went way back before y'all got here. I, I was so intimidated because there was like a the, one of the most recent podcasts I was on. It was you, Jeff, and Brian Gars, like the three old men at Rooster Teeth. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I gotta, gotta limber up. I need to like be ready to like get down with the old dudes because I was like, these guys know way more about life than I do. Brian, I, I, I mostly can't stand Twitter anymore. Brian is one of the best things to follow on Twitter because so he, said, so he says all the things that I want to say. He burns constantly. Someone in chat pointed out, and I, I think this is true, that Armando is actually 23, <gasps> which means that you could be his dad. That's why you love Armando yeah. so much. Oh, yeah, dad. So <laughs> That's why there's such a kinship it works between out. the two. Yeah. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Surfing the internet without ExpressVPN is like using your phone without a case. You'll probably be okay most of the time, but one slip up will have you wishing that you'd protected yourself. It's because every time you connect to an unencrypted network, like at cafes, hotels, airports, your online data is not secure. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data, and hacking isn't even that hard. With the right cheap hardware, a smart 12-year-old could do it, then sell your info for a profit. So ExpressVPN protects you by creating a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. This way, a hacker with a supercomputer would still need over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption and into your stuff. ExpressVPN is so easy to use. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you're safe. And it, all, it works on all devices. Uh, I've been using ExpressVPN for over a year, over a year and a half now at this point. I got it on my device. It's like, I say it all the time. Super easy to install. And turn it on, turn it off. One click. It's like a little button in the browser. Can't make it, couldn't be any easier than that. So secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash rooster. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash rooster. Get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash rooster. Yeah. Did you figure out what you were going to do? Yeah, it's it's a complicated thing to talk about because obviously, like, I wasn't raised Christian and mm -hmm. I never was, like, part of the Christian faith. And I, you know, there's only so much I know about the religion. But my understanding is that Jesus was a very loving and accepting individual who was all about loving each other and being good to each other and, and supporting your fellow man. And it just seems like there is such a hard turn that... There's a dissonance. There's there's a lost in translation that happens. Yeah, so that, that's just, you know, something that I have a hard time reconciling. He's also Jewish. I don't know why you haven't heard, learned about him a lot in, in, in your... He was Jewish, yeah. <laughs> I did not retain any knowledge <laughs> growing up just the important bits as much as he shit on i was shit on those like what would jesus do wristbands they had their own something you know yeah i mean like huh. you know if the the stories of him are true and and things that he did or, or did for mankind were true then like he was a good person how old are wwjd bracelets at this point how old is how long? I, I had a bunch. I had a I had a sick fucking neon green one with black letters, and I was like, oh, oh, those th those I'm were staying a like... virgin for life, not until marriage, bro. <laughs> what is this? What is this? What you gonna do to your wife when you get married? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the female anatomy works. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they those those bracelets. I don't know if they were the start of that kind of a bracelet, but they definitely were the thing that made those bracelets the thing. They were originally created in 1989. Wow. That's oh. when the acronym was first WWJD. coined. It was like right before I was born. Yeah. 
and right. then uh, it had a resurgence in the U.S. and elsewhere in the 90s. I was going to say, it, it, it may have been made in 89, but it was in the 90s when it became just a... That's, that's yeah. one of those things, like, like with the Dare shirts, that I think they ended up, like, people take them back over, you know? Like, they switched the meaning of it. Like, if you were yeah, a Dare shirt Dare shirts like drugs. at Target now. What does Dare stand for again? Drugs something? Drugs are rad, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the title hey. of this episode. <laughs> there was a, There's gonna there... be people in the comments being like, when did they talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> in the last seconds of it. There was, like, a Dare stand out in front of a Chipotle one time. And I, like, told someone about it. And I was like... <laughs> What's up? What does I'll look, I'll look it up. Okay. What was what dare? Yeah, I don't know. But it, there was like a sign up, and then I like jo I joked about it to like I think he was like Rosas or somebody, and he was like f informed me very quickly how fucked dare was, and it's kind of like a remnant oh, of the like, war was, on it drugs. It was part of the war shit. on drugs, yeah. which in the end was not actually a war on it's drugs. It's just imprisoning right. people yeah. in in awful awful things. Yeah. And so then I knowing that the next time I saw them, they were like kind of hounding me, and I was just trying to get my Chipotle. But I was also on a call because I was in the middle of a meeting. So I went in and I'd gotten my to go order for Chipotle and I was walking out there like, oh sir, you know what, whatever. And I just remember like and I was still on the meeting and I was like, I'm sorry, I do drugs. I love weed. <laughs> and I just kept going. And then the meeting had stopped and everyone was like, what was that? And I was like, sorry, it was just a dare <laughs> sign up people. And they're like, okay, continue on. Uh, drug abuse resistance education. Gotcha. Nah. Okay. No one ever remembers that. I already forgot it. I just read it. I don't Thanks remember. Line fire. A, lot were, of, a lot of people in the chat saying it was like bullshit or something like yeah, that. Yeah, total bullshit. And, that was, and I know uh, before the pandemic, I think there was a dare stand outside of the Starbucks by the studio. Yeah. And, uh, uh, they tried to talk to me and everything. I'm like, yeah, you know, Dare's back. We're all about trying to stop bullying now. And I was like, mm. no, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. I, don't, don't talk to me. If you and look, you pants them and left. Yeah. They had a bunch of shirts, and one of them had a very clear uh, thin blue line on it. And I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. What? That's an interesting crossover. Yeah. Are all the Dare shirts now, do they have like a different acronym on them? Like, is, is, do they try to fix it? It's just D-A-R-E. I know, but it's like, since it's, it's about bullying, what's their what's their? I don't even know now? if they were just saying that to try to talk, to, uh, because they could tell I was troubled by bullies when I was younger. Oh, <laughs> like, this will, oh this no. will stick with it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just saw that guy get out of a really nice car. We should ask yeah. him about bullying, because he looks like he was bullied. You, <laughs> sir, with the emotional baggage, come here. <laughs> Quick sidebar. Uh, someone on this podcast really has to use the restroom. How did you oh. know? I have to uh, so bad. Should I, sh it was it was the beer uh, goes right through me and the sun chips. Uh, I could come back though. Yeah. Okay. Would, no. I'm just making sure yeah. that you don't want to end it now. No. 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 Okay. No. Cool. Come, this come is back. the first time I've ever left the podcast to pee. By the way. Oh, damn. Historic. Yeah. Damn. You're watching it live. Why is there a puddle? If on you're the if chair? you're a first member. <laughs> Um, All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. That was the podcast. <laughs> one one of the other things they did in that uh, that medical I had to do that I told you about. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's kind of it was actually really morbid. Uh, you know the the doctor asks me, you know, uh, do you have any tattoos on your body? Mm -hmm. Any identifying marks? Unusual moles? Oh, I know. This is yes, going. yes, yeah. and yes, I was like, yes. Yeah, and he's like, and I so I, I tell him, and he like like documents all of them. He's like, okay, great. I was like, why? So you're that's. For identifying a body, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Your body is pretty identifiable, yeah. I will say. Gus's yeah. body is a wonderland, <laughs> and I want season passes. <laughs> I am still 
you you are uh, we we talked recently and you and and i was asking like how like a, a while ago but i asked about like what your like dietary like yeah. habits are because you you don't seem to really change in weight yeah. and you you oh, said I, I, yeah, I you said you put on some weight but i i'll say this uh I saw you recently with your shirt off, which happens quite often at work. All the time. Um, I think this time you're talking about you walked in on me, though. No, I did not see you that time. Okay, yeah. Actually, legitimately, when I opened <laughs> the door, did not look in, closed it. Okay. Um, but no, like, you, you were changing your shirt in front yeah. of me. And um, I think I saw you from behind. And your profile, despite whatever weight changes, never changes. Mm. You, you are a just straight... Oh, you only go out right one here. direction. Yeah, right. It's you do not right go out to the side at all. It's mm -hmm. a, it's amazing. Okay. Oh, Peter just made a really good point. So you had to tell the doctor about your Atari. I, I, I had to show him too. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got this Atari logo right here. It's Look at this bad boy. <laughs> it's medically documented now. Um, yeah. Anyways, that was like I, again. Just it, one spot, and I can tell. It goes out. It it's, goes your, down. it's your little biome yeah. that goes out. Yeah, I need a, I need a, I need a, could, could lose a few pounds. What do you, what do you do to lose a few pounds? Do you just like uh, cut down. I'm on trying some to stop the... snacking so much, but it sucks because now that we're like back here all the time, I just eat shit all the time. That we have, I like even the sodas. Like I normally never have that shit. Yeah, it's like extra calories, so I just try to like not eat as much extra shit outside of meals. That's like the big thing for me. I started doing a like ghost brand protein sports stuff and I don't do like pre-workout, but I did do a pre-workout yesterday and I, my body felt like a, an erect penis because I was just like, Aah! do you know what? A wrecked penis? An erect. Oh, okay. Erect erect. It was like, bah! Um, yeah, speaking of shit that I don't typically oh. put in my body. I learned, I learned a little trick. It's very far. Yeah. I just thought about that when we, uh, coming over. I'm like in this building. I was like, is that the only girls' bathroom? Is that the, one that's is that way the over only there? one? Yeah. No. Because oh. I think the one that our ours is the only guy bathroom. I thought there was a comparable women's bathroom by the men's one. No, over. it is. No. It is oh, on the other, other side one. of the yeah. building. It's like past the kitchen. Yeah, Holy yeah, crap. yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I, I thought about that. And I'm wearing fucking overalls. <laughs> Just trying to, ah, trying on the way, I was like, this That off. was really fast. <laughs> I ran. Um, so far away. Dude, overalls. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, Fox Eagles is great. <laughs> I started wearing, I wore, I bought overalls the other day, and I had three people give me compliments on them. At the, you have good overalls. They're actually. comfy. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. I want to tell you, I, not everything I, I learn about is from TikTok, but I learned one other thing from TikTok. What's that? Of a little workout trick. Okay. But I, I think actually works out pretty well. Um, and as a pre-workout snack, mm -hmm. Rice Krispie Treats. Oh. Did I not talk about that on the podcast? You did. Like Barbara did mention shit. it. The little TikTok thing. I didn't see it from TikTok. Okay, so there's a TikTok of a guy talking about how he was trying it out, but then a nutritionist did a follow-up on TikTok and just broke down like the reasons why and I was like, well, it actually makes some sense. So I have a box Nobody at my house it. of like little 90 calorie Rice Krispie treats. Mm. Yeah. And I eat those about like half an hour before I work out and it actually feels pretty good, like a little burst of energy. You should try that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's obviously like sugar and carbs and that's what it is, but if something, uh, something, what's going off, going off the camera? Um, something about like the little Self-serving size, single-serving size yeah. of a little rice krispie treat no, kind of works out not perfect. The, not the giant ones in the kitchen. No, 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 no. Those massive. ones are much bigger. Just get one of those, cut into four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Workout yeah. treats. I did a uh, black coffee with an apple is also a great pre-workout. Yeah, because the sugar's in the in the in Isn't the. Isn't that what? That's all Christian Bale ate while filming The Machinist. Was black coffee, one apple a day, and cigarettes. Ew. Jesus Christ. That, Yikes, dude. Yeah. He, have you ever seen The Machinist? I mean, he looks yeah, like a skeleton. Yeah, awful. Sir. Skellington. Looks Skellington. awful. Movie wasn't awful. 
He has uh, uh, the amount of weight that he has gained and lost for films has to be like at least a couple of people now. Oh yeah, because he because he went from machinist to Batman, and then he's 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 lost weight again, and then he got That's weight. That's got to be bad for your heart. right? Oh, has yeah. to be. But it's also right? it's got to be stuck to be but, like that guy in Hollywood where yeah. it's like oh you can throw Christian Bale and he'll like yeah he'll look however you want. Luckily, he also eats a lot of beans. Good for the heart. The more you eat, them, the more you fart. There you go. Nice. Sweet. And you bar, we get it. <laughs> we did that challenge the other day. We clapped at the same time. Yeah, it's I was the so happy. Challenge where you have to close your eyes and then like try to clap at the same time without like a countdown or anything like that. Should we yeah. do all four of us? Let's do it. Okay, we're okay. starting now. <laughs> so fast. I don't know. Well, well, I only wish you two at a time. I think, I think we got. I think we got one. I got. I, I went, and then you all three did. So you I gotta was... let it breathe. For okay, let it breathe. All of our eyes are closed. We're letting it breathe. This is great for the audio listeners. Nope. <laughs> we still haven't gone. Are we still gone? <laughs> yeah, still gone, still gone. <laughs> oh, oh my god! That's pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Oh, uh, look at us. Wow. So we can get three of us. That's what that we learned. We can get three out of four. Mm. Gus, did, Gus and I, though, got it like the we nailed exact, it. You did get it. You did get it. It's crazy. It's like that, uh, that, that guy and his daughter that did it, and it was really cute, except oh. for it's you guys. <laughs> Me and I my could, daughter. I, could, I couldn't be your daughter. I'm too old. Ten years Unless. too old. <laughs> Wait a Daddy? second. I, get, I finally get to see my family soon. That's nice. Yeah, That's I finally booked tickets home to Canada. Haven't seen my family for two years. They're finally getting out of prison. Finally. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. It's just weird to think about, like, I was 30 when I saw my parents last. Yeah. And now I'm going to be 32. Mm. Like, that's just weird to think about how, like, there's been... Yeah. A two-year gap Definitely in time. Definitely weird. That's, I wonder what happened between then yeah, and now. Not much. You guys still no, fighting? It's one of those. Uh, <laughs> I had a moment. I think I was like at a store, and I had my mask on, and I also realized I had my most recent booster shot, and I was like, I feel safe. I'm okay. We're. Okay. I'm okay. And I, I, I hope that things go back to normal. But in the meantime, I was like, Yeah, I'm comfortable. I'm okay. It's like that that fear has like worn off because now that there's more information about it and I I have taken the precautions necessary. And you have your necessary. vaccines, so yeah, you know that well, you're all three of us. Soon my kids will get vaccinated and I'll I'll get to actually breathe the fresh air for sure. Have you ever seen that um, the audio that's like, I've never been relaxed ever in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> Thank you for asking. That reminds me of that how like this whole pandemic, your kids have just been like. No, it's been hell. Can't get vaccinated. It's been hell, Mike. It's been hell. It's been hell. Mike agrees. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if if you at this point, if you at any point see a parent out in public, just give them five dollars. Just you just give them five dollars. Yeah, or a tenner. Dollars. Um, just do that. Just because they have been through something you do not understand for like the past year and a half. Yep. Do you take any American? American I'll take. Press? I'll take anything. Okay. Um, my Venmo I'll ven is. I'll Venmo you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so warm. Ooh. I, 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 I saw something. I feel. I, I, I can't believe I'm going to engage with this, but I saw something that annoyed me that I feel like I have to address. Engage. Yeah. Engage. Someone. Snake. So, you know, obviously you see us here, and we're back in the office. We're back in the studio. We're filming content together, uh, and you know, we we don't run the bumper anymore, uh, but obviously. We're all vaccinated. Uh, we get tested every week. Every week, uh, when we're in here, um, where we, you know, when appropriate, we maintain distance. The people you don't see behind the camera are all wearing masks right now. We wear masks unless we're on camera. Right. Uh, but every now and then, someone will see someone on camera wearing a mask because they can if they want to. Sure. Uh, and then they they take it 
they take that opportunity to then go on saying that for all of our posturing and all of our words that we are all hypocrites about wearing masks. Oh, because, oh. And it drives me fucking crazy. If you see those comments, stomp that shit down. Yeah. We are so fucking serious about trying to be safe about all of this. Yeah. Uh, about, you know, wearing masks when we can, keeping as much distance as we can. Even when we're not filming, if we're, if us, we, who we just spent earlier today filming other stuff in the other room over here, like when we're not actually in front of camera filming something, we all have masks on. We're all like we're trying to be as careful as we can about it, even though. We all we all tested negative this morning. We all have our vaccinations. We all are vaccinated. Yeah, we're still trying to be as careful as possible. Just if it so happens you see someone on camera wearing a mask, it's not because I don't know because we don't care. It's because they chose to in that moment, and that's fine. Yeah, sometimes people have a cold, right? And we know masks work for you know helping the lack of spread of a virus so the right. same thing could be good not, not just any, covid yeah but other stuff oh, yeah because i just got over about of it's it's the common cold but they call it the human rhino virus anyways i'm like <laughs> i'm fucking huge now i'm like a rhino you got I think it. That that's what it means yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, it? sometimes people just choose to wear a mask for whatever if they're like have the sniffles and want to be extra careful or like if right. they had a, a cold recently and they want to make sure they're over it before potentially spreading it to other people. Or they're around Chris Damaris and he smells extra funky that you day. Know. You know? It happens. Although it's smell just, particles. It's just annoying. We've been so... We, we're so careful. Well, we've been trying to be so in, careful for so long. We're in a situation, too, where there's control over it. So everyone's been tested. We know everyone here is vaccinated, fully vaccinated. And it's not the same as, like, oh, you're going to a grocery store. Right. I guarantee you, if you see me... have no idea who anyone is or what people's situation is. If you see me outside and I'm not, like, with this group right here in this scenario, I've got that mask on all the time. Yeah. It's also Guaranteed. the whole, like, term of <laughs> posturing. It's like, you mean trying to make sure people are safe and don't catch COVID and don't die? Like, it's just such a weird thing of, like, social justice. It's like, no, it's caring about the fucking Empathy. common good and yeah. like people's well-being i actually wore my mask the other day for something specifically other than covid walking to my mailbox outside where i don't mm -hmm. like i'm not aware around people but i wore it because it was that time of the year where the trees just start l releasing uh, pollen everywhere yeah. i could literally see clouds of pollen in my neighborhood and it's i went all right <laughs> so i put that on and walked in. it actually worked out pretty well it's so bad right now it's so bad i i'm like I, wearing it so people don't know who i am <laughs> it's anonymity yeah printed on the mask. if you have sunglasses and a mask oh you're gone indistinguishable like a hat perfect my yeah. girlfriend and i were doing this thing we're like i think we we're in our car and we we're about to go up to the drive-thru but we like had our masks on in preparation so we're just like hanging out and then I like I would reach over and pull down her mask, and then she'd be like going like this, like we were just like doing this, and like we were just like cracking each other up by pulling each other's masks down and, and like having dumb fucking faces. And I was like, we just played a game of peekaboo, and like you know you're laughing. in a good relationship if you can make each other laugh like that. Yeah, like so easy doing the dumbest shit. Who's that? Who's that? Where'd John go? Oh my Who's god, that? security! <laughs> my god, that's Jason my, Bourne. My girlfriend. If we get to brag about our others, uh, my girlfriend, who is a literal genius um, and makes me feel like a, a Neanderthal plenty of times, still has her funny little dumb moments where at one point she, we were driving to get food and she turns, she goes, wow, the moon's really bright tonight. I was like, that's the sun. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, yes! <laughs> That's the title. That's no moon. It's the sun. It's the sun. <laughs> and we both just started busting up laughing, and she brings it up still. Like, she'll, like, she'll like the sun will be out. She's like, look at the moon, John. And we just start laughing. One of the best inside jokes from our relationship. There was one now. time where um, I kept getting a certain phrase wrong. You know that uh, it's from Lord of the Rings where someone goes, I eat it whole or something. What? I th it was like something where someone was talking about, like, I'll eat it whole. But it was I'll eat it I'll eat eats it whole. Was it like an orc? Or and something? I kept saying like, I'll eat its whole. Oh, oh God! <laughs> it's Gollum eating okay. fish. Uh, but I kept saying I'll, I'll eat its whole. whole. I'll eat its whole. And and Trevor kept laughing, and it's I was like, What am I saying? You gotta put that S. Like, a very listen different spot. To what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat its whole. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I just kept saying it. Title of the episode: I'll eat its whole. Um, yes, yesterday morning. Uh, I went on a quick errand, and then I got back home, parked my car, got out of it, and then as I was walking past my car to go back into my house, I, like, looked, and one of my tires had, like, a bulge sticking out of the side of the tire. Oh! I was like, oh, that's no good. So, like, when it's going, it's, that bulge is on, it's like a zip. Like a bubble. Like right. A bubble. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like a bubble on the sidewall. Ugh. Well, that's not good. I was like, that's not good. And I like, poked it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, I guess I shouldn't drive my car. So then this morning I had to like get up early and like right when the, the tire shop opened, I drove up there and uh, then, you know, I wait in line and get up there and they're like, what, you know, what can we help with? Like, there's a bulge on the side of my tire. They're like, oh yeah, that's not good. Let's go look at it. So I showed them like, yeah, there it is. And the guy's like, whoa, that's really big. Yeah, you shouldn't be driving on that. Like, and then yeah. he looked at your tire. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, uh... <laughs> And then he like just happened to like glance at my other tire. And he's like, "Oh, that one's got it too." <gasps> oh fuck! And I was like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, the back one right here. Look, it's got it also." He's like, "Did you hit a pothole really hard?" I was like, "I don't think so." I mean, the roads are kind of shitty in That's Austin, bizarre. but I don't think so. He goes, "Yeah, like both those tires need to be replaced now." And that it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But uh, then he's like, he goes in, looks at the computer, he's like, "Yeah, we don't even have those in stock either. We'll have to order them. Uh, they won't be here till Saturday." I was like, "Cool." So I can't drive my car until Saturday. What? Could they give you a rental? If that happens, well, it's just like a tire place. Like they don't. Oh, it's money. not yeah. like this for your. No, no, it's car. like it was just like a, a tire shop. This is gotcha. this is like Blaine's completely uneducated theory. Do you think it's because the you you have an electric car and it like accelerates at such a rate that it like maybe caused that bubble? I don't think so. But I mean, what the fuck do I know? I'm not a tire scientist. Well, neither am I. Tire scientists. Is anyone? <laughs> Any tire scientists in the comment section? Let us know. It's just like it's just so weird to see. Like you picture that part of the tire like always being smooth. Oh, but luckily, when I first got the car, I bought like a warranty on the tires, so they're gonna replace them for free. Smart. There nice. Nice. Yeah, I was like, thank God. Money. So I just gotta wait until Saturday to get my fucking tires for my car. My Jeep is also in the shop. I had to. Uh, so. It's ancient. It's like it was made in '95, so it's not ancient, but it's it's old for a car or Jeep. And uh, I take it to the shop, and they leave it there. And they it is it's a place called Just Jeeps, and it's literally fields of just Jeeps. It's so many Jeep Wranglers. And uh, I played baseball with a group of guys uh, on the weekends, and I realized that my glove was in my Jeep, so I had to drive there in my girlfriend's car, and I had to stay. I was like, I was building it up to Eric Bedore. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna stage a heist. I'm gonna steal back my glove. Uh, and they were like <laughs> closed on Saturdays and what it ultimately was was me just parking and just like walking through a field of Jeeps and then finding it and then taking my glove out but uh yeah for all of your Jeep needs in Austin Texas in the Travis County area go to Just Jeeps they're great guys they, didn't, they didn't pay for this Be bleep that entire story out no 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 Robert listen to me I I'm here for you Robert Robert's the owner and he, he 
yeah, he's he's GM. He's a good guy. <laughs> Ask for Robert. Tell him Blaine sent you. Just Jeeps. Robert, we'll send you an invoice. Uh, yep. Uh, no. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> just uh, Jeeps. Robert. All right, thanks, thanks, Just Jeeps. I eat its whole. <laughs> I eat its whole. <laughs> there, there, there's our there's our title. I eat its whole. Barber <laughs> photoshopped his golem with a big butt. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.